Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Thank you for tuning in again. This is your host, Lucy Lou, wishing you a merry, merry Christmas. May your days be filled with joy, peace, abundance, forever happiness, and full of positivity. Today on the show, I have a special friend, Lauren Smith, who is a serial entrepreneur, author, spiritual mentor, and podcast host of Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. We first bonded over me being a guest on her show. You can head over and listen to episode 43, where I talked about transforming your life. She is on the show today to talk about knowing your powered and self-worth. And be sure to listen to the very end where she talks about the LL story. It's a very fun and meaningful story. I'm sure you'll enjoy. Let's hear it. Thank you so much for being here, Lauren. Hi, Lucy. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited to reconnect. Absolutely. So Lauren, tell us about your early years when you started your business in college. Yeah, those were, man, those were the days. If I, I only wish I knew then what I know now. So I knew in college, really from the get-go, that I, I wanted to just be my own boss. It's not that I couldn't work well with others, but I even found in those group dynamics in college, like I was always taking the lead, where I just would have this idea and just like want to run with it. So I was always really ambitious, and I had the opportunity my mom uh, was a manager at a campground, a Yogi Bear campground, and they were in need of like new new website. And as part of one of my capstone projects, I had that opportunity to create them a new website. Well, this is also the same time that Facebook was starting to have brand pages um, move away from only being solo pages into brand pages. And I was like, we got to get you guys on social media. So when I saw that, I was like, hmm. You have the connections with all these other campgrounds across the United States. I have the knowledge of how to kind of market it. I could turn this into a business. So that's kind of what I did. I was just like, do it. <laughs> Don't even think twice. I knew after college, my plan was to move to Florida from Maryland. So I just flew to Florida, got a, <laughs> a post box with a Florida address in it, registered a business and was like, boom, I'm going to do it. Started to get like some small clients here and there through my mom but I had really underpriced my services. So packages that I was selling, you know, last year for $800, I was selling for 90 at the time. And cause I was just like affordable, you know, like that's the goal. And that's how I just wanted to please everyone and help everyone now knowing how wrong that is. So fast forward, I graduate, um, me and my little family moved to Florida and within six weeks, flat broke. I mean, like not even, everyone kept commenting on how skinny I was getting. And I was like, oh yeah, it's the Florida heat, you know, trying to push it off. But I wasn't eating, you know, I just, I, I wasn't, we didn't have enough money to, we were feeding our kid and that was it. So it got to that point where I was telling my dad, I was like, I think we might have to move back. Like, I don't, I don't even know what to do at this point. And he was like, no, just trust. Like, it's all going to work out. Like, hold your head high. And the next day I got a call from a Ford Motor Company and they asked me to come in to interview as a social media specialist. So I take that job. I work there for six months and I'm just like, 
corporate life is not for me. This is not how I saw my life going. Like I don't like living in a little box like this. There's no create, you know, like we couldn't use hashtags on Twitter and you're like, that's what Twitter is, you know? So, so I was just like, I have to get I have to go back to the business. I have to go back to what's true to me. And so I decided I was going to get one big client, do business right the right way. Um, and the rest is history. So I took off running from there. And you mentioned you wish there was a lot of things you knew before you Ooh, began. Yeah. So what, <laughs> share that one thing with us. What did you wish you had known before you began? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, there's a lot, but definitely having my systems and processes in check. So what I mean for that is I just didn't allow my business the opportunity to grow. So when we did, so the, I, I always say like it was a roller coaster, right? So it was like, yeah, I got something right. And then boom, you got something wrong. And then you're like, yeah, I got to win. And then boom, you have a failure. Um, I think every entrepreneur can kind of feel that. But for me, for the longest time, what held me back was not having the, the proper system, systems and procedures done. So when I went to hire a team, I didn't have a training manual. I didn't have my thoughts written out. So it wasn't like, this is how we're going to do things. You know, I did, it's like I didn't make it easy. So then it was harder to communicate. I didn't really have my flow written out. I wasn't, I was, I was, crazy thing is, I was strategizing for other people's businesses without strategizing for my own. So it was like, I was always so focused on building other people's businesses up without focusing on my own. So just taking that time to make sure you have everything in order first. And that's not to say it has to be perfect, but just make sure you have like go through a little checklist of like, okay, am I, am I going to be able to hit this first goal because I have this in place to support me? Yes. Okay, great. And that's to say, if you don't have one of those things, no biggie, I'm going to work on it, make it a goal. But I think just having your systems and procedures and processes all in place that was a big one for me. Mm, so that would be a business tip. How about personal? What was the most important thing that you learned throughout that experience in your life? Ooh, oh, believing in myself and my worth. Um, yeah, I, it kind of comes back to when I was in high school, I had this extremely toxic boyfriend and I've shared this story before, but he, um, I, there was this one defining moment where he's like, throw me up against a wall. And he was talking about my weight. And he was like, if you ever reach, and at the time, I mean, I was in 16. He's like, if you ever reach 150 pounds, like I will break up with you. And in this, like it, in that moment, like someone's screaming at you and just essentially telling you that you're not good enough for them, no matter what you look like, how much you weigh, that was pretty toxic to me. And I carry that with me in business, uh, in my subconscious for a really long time. And it all kind of broke loose probably in my mid twenties. One of my clients was working, uh, she was, I, I would call her like my spiritual icebreaker. Um, <laughs> I didn't really understand her business at the time because it was so woo. And that was like a progressive thought to me at the time. So she was like talking about awakening and, you know, like I'm a mirror of yourself. And I was like, what is this lady talking about? Like, what is going on? And then one day, you know, cause I was doing her social media. It was like, I was a robot at it. Like I was posting it, but I wasn't really understanding it and I wasn't using it in my life. So it didn't, it wasn't real in a sense. And one day she's like, let's do a call together. Like, let's do, let, let me just like dive into your brain. So we're doing this call and she's like, takes me through a meditation. First time I had ever done that. And I just started talking to her and I'm 
bawling. Like I am just crying hysterically. And I don't understand like where it's coming from. And she's like, well, you have a lot of deep healing that needs to be done. Every day I want you to just write down or say to yourself, look at it. I am worthy. I am enough. And she's like, just keep saying that over and over and over until you believe it. So I did that. I took I took that serious and I did that and I would sometimes have it written on my mirror. Um, I changed my, my screen background to it. So every time I looked at my phone, I am worthy, I am enough. And I'm not really, sh- there wasn't like a defining moment where it was just like, oh yeah, I am worthy, I am enough. It was that progressive, like the caterpillar becoming the butterfly. You know, it was like this over and over again moment where you're like, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. Um, and then just one day it is. And you just realize that you've, you've started to live in that power and you just become a different person. So I think that was a little bit separate of realizing my business growth and my personal growth. But that of course enacted a whole different shift in my life. But yeah, just knowing your power, knowing your worth and and knowing what your purpose is is so, so invaluable. Thank you so much for sharing that story with us. I mean, we have to believe the process. We, Mm. we all have periods of times where we're that caterpillar and you have to believe in the timing of that transformation. Right. Oh yeah. And it's, we're always transforming. So I, I I sometimes still feel like I'm that caterpillar. Like I'm like, yeah, I'm the butterfly. (laughs) Oh girl, you're still a caterpillar. You're just munching your way through the leaf. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) I love it. What else would you tell your 16 year old self? Man. Well at 16. Okay. Here's the thing. Do you believe, I'm going to flip this back on you. Do you believe that if it's something is designing your purpose, it will always find a way of manifesting itself out. I I really truly do. And girl, I want you to tell about the LL story. Okay, okay. So <laughs> yeah, so I'll I'll go into the LL story, but and this and actually flows perfectly into it, but <laughs> I have always kind of been obsessed with, well, I love music and I love radio. And um, my 16-year-old self, actually my 18-year-old self, with that still toxic boyfriend, had a internship lined up at a radio station. And he was taking me to it. And I can't, it's, it's, I still have like a trauma that I'm working through from that. So like there's periods of my life where I don't, it, you know, the details are a little fuzzy, but we were, we were at the radio station. I'm about to go in to interview for this internship and something happened where he just like turned on me and it got, it got really ugly, um, really fast. So I ended up not going into the internship and I felt like I missed out on something. And then again, when I'm in college, I got, I was pregnant with my first daughter in college and I had just transferred colleges like back home to be a little bit closer also cheaper tuition. And, um, and, uh, I, when I found out I was pregnant with her, I was actually sitting, it's like the day afterwards. I was sitting in this class and it was allowing you to go on radio. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, this class is so cool. This is giving you a chance to like learn the, the inner workings of the radio station. Well, then boom, I find out I'm pregnant. I'm like, can't do that. Like, I, like this is going to be a lot already. Like, I'm not sure I can do this. So it's like twice I push radio back. Right. The third time then is I'm gearing up for this project in Prague and we're doing a video and we're, we have this virtual team going on. I'm just doing social media and they're like, we need a voice for the video. And I'm like, oh, where are you guys going to find this voice at? You know, like, where, what's going to happen? And one of my colleagues was like, you, you're the voice, like be the voice for it. So I ordered my microphone. I was like, I'm going to be a voice for it. And then I just found that since that moment that I used my voice, it went into voiceover. 
to voiceover, to voiceover, to podcast. And then like, this is like where I felt, you know, my transformation going. And if I could tell my 16 year old self is even if you miss that stop once, if it's aligned in your purpose, that bus is going to stop again. And it's really up to you to choose when you get off that stop and kind of step into your purpose. So I know that moment has hit me numerous times and I miss that bus stop. But when I finally got off that stop and stepped into the world of podcasting, it was like, oh, it's like I stepped into my purpose and I felt really aligned. So if I tell my 16 year old self something is, you know, know your cues and trust your intuition and stop allowing people to hold you back. But yeah, the LL story, should we go into it? Oh, I had, I love it. <laughs> okay. So I shared this with Lucy right before we got on. Um, it was right before Lucy came onto my podcast. I was having a, a medium psychic reading with actually one of my friends is a medium psychic and we were chanting my grandfather. Uh, he's kind of been this like pillar in my life and business since I realized that we could we could do this. Like I, <laughs> a couple years ago, I probably would have been closed off from this. But I was like, yeah, give me all the messages. And the podcast, my podcast was hitting a lull and I was starting to question that purpose. So is this is what I'm supposed to be doing? Should I be focused on something else? And the message that came through in the podcast was once you uh, meet LL, everything else, like it will start to go up. And so the girl I'm talking to, the medium, she's like, I don't know, like Lauren London or she's like, I don't know, it could be Lucius Lyon. And I'm like, Lucius Lyon, like it from Empire? Like what is going on? So we're just not, I'm not mindful to it. And then of course, the lovely Lucy Liu books a conversation with me. We have an amazing conversa conversation at the end. You had said to me, I manifest so much success for you. And first of all, that was the first time I think anyone has ever said that to me, but I felt it. It was like, when you said it, I felt it. And then after that call, it just like sparked back to me. I was like, oh, the LL, like <laughs> it's her, it's her. And I was like, okay, cool your jets. Like let's, let's not get a little too excited here, Lauren. Cause I have this tendency of getting like a little pumped up about these things. And then it was true. It was like from your, after I talked to you, it was like cool, easy and uphill. So it's just like, I had to trust the universe and like trust that it was coming. And had I given up, before our conversation, what would have happened? I don't know. I don't, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> oh, thank you for sharing that story. It is amazing. The power of manifestation oh, and yes. sticking through and mm. your consistency. I mean, come on, you have stellar guests. You yeah. know, that, that takes hard work and determination. You really have to put in the work and right. believe the results. Yeah. Oh, the work is the work is the battle. And everyone thinks that it has to do with like the external work of booking guests. No, it's it's way more internal work. You know that it's it, it can be hard to just show up some days for yourself, let alone when you're hosting a podcast. As you know, you're showing up for other people as well. So um, yeah, you just you gotta do the work, all of the work, inner work, external work, <laughs> do it. Oh yeah. And I mean, there's going to be bad days. And there's mm. going to be good days. We as human beings just have to make sure the good is more than the bad. Yeah. Right. I think yeah. I just did a post on this on Instagram. I mean, on bad days, it, because of them, we have to be so grateful for them mm. because that's, that's how we learn what good is. Yeah. And on good days, we have to be grateful and we have to give back. And that giving back is going to help us grow. 
Yeah. It's really hard to be grateful on the bad days if you're not grateful in the good days. It's like, you know, flexing that muscle. I'm sure everyone mm-hmm. says that, but I was reminded of this. Um, we had the hurricane recently and we were told it was going to be a direct hit on our house. And oh, anyone who's never been in a situation like this, it's extremely stressful the days leading up to it. Um, not only are you like, okay, I have to prepare for X, Y, and Z, but if I have to evacuate, what in my home, besides just my family, do I need to survive? Uh, what do I have to take with me? And your, your mind starts going in a million different directions. And luckily, the hurricane passed us, but the poor people in Bahamas, it, we, we were almost spared because it stalled on them. And so I found myself after you know the hurricane passes, and I'm putting my house back together because it was like hurricane proof for a week and a half, putting it back together, getting hurricane sh- shutters down. I found myself going into this mode of like, oh, toys, you know, like, oh, the laundry. Oh, like I just want my house back together. And I had to mindfully snap out of it and go into a mode of, I am so grateful that my kids have toys right now. I am so grateful I have a home to pick up after. I am so grateful I get to make dinner tonight. And it's not something I look forward to every night, but you have to move into that mode of gratitude. And it's so much easier when you're practicing it every day so that when you're in those tough anxiety ridden moments where you're just overwhelmed your brain knows what to do switching into that mode to kind of cool you down and ground you a little bit absolutely i think our audience cannot see me but i'm nodding my head the whole time while you're talking (laughs) because i can't agree more mindset change is simply the result of a moment to moment shift Mm, yes we're and not it takes always perfect. Just, yeah, and it takes yeah. just one decision. How you want to react to a situation will determine yes. your entire experience. Yeah. You, you may not be able to control all the actions that happen, but your reaction is an action that you own. You just have to embody that. So you may not like the way someone else has responded to it, but if you're okay with the way you've responded to it, you're good. And if you're not, own it. Own that you were wrong in that moment. It's okay. And then move forward from it. Release it, move forward, do better next time. Mm, I love it. What's your favorite word? That might depend on the day, Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like throwing you because she said I can throw anything at her. Yeah. Oh man, you're hitting me right now. Um, I, I almost want to say gratitude, but I, I think my mind might just be going there right now because we're talking about being uh, grateful in all sense. And I, but what I've been kind of meditating on a little bit more is flow mm. um, and just allowing the flow in life and stop trying to force things. And because when I think of flow, I think of intuition. I think of Um, a more feminine energy. And sometimes I embrace the masculine energy too much of like, I have to show up. I have to hustle. I have to, you know, I just get in this mode of like grinding. And then I find that I, I burn out more easily. But when I allow more flow into my life, for instance, I would be terrified to like, it wouldn't, well, I wouldn't say terrified. I wouldn't feel good to me if I had to reschedule a podcast call for whatever reason, you know, I could be sick and it just like would not feel good to me. But as you know, when we were lining up our conversation, I had to listen to myself. I had a hoarse voice. I could have done it that week because my schedule allowed it, 
but I wouldn't been showing up as my best self. So I could have forced it and be like, yeah, Lucy, let's do it. But I know it wouldn't have been, it would have been disservice to everyone involved. So I allowed it to flow and just say, can we look at a different week that's maybe a little bit better? So I think right now flow is, is my favorite word. Um, I love that it. Might, it might change tomorrow though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. So how do you set your own mindset when you are in need of it? reset? Sometimes it, I always go to my journal. My journal is like mm-hmm. my Bible in a sense. Um, I always tell people it's a very sacred practice to me and I think it's sacred to anyone. Um, so I always go to my journal first, but there are times where I get stuck even in my journal and I am, re- I'm really grateful to one, I get to have conversations with people like you. And sometimes just an inspiring conversation can just click you back into something or give you that aha moment or resonate with your soul. So having conversations with people, but also I'm, I'm blessed with amazing mentors who help me level up and go within and kind of get real with myself. And they give me tasks and challenges. And that in itself, of course, that goes back some, a lot of it goes back to journaling, but then I'm able to take and implement something and then make it actionable. So yeah, I think it's, it's a balance of not even a balance. Cause that's, that's a tricky word, but it's, it's a flow and a mixture of all of them. <laughs> I love it. You mentioned um, mentor. So yeah. what was one actionable item from your mentor that you took away that was very useful and helpful in your journey? Mm, well, I've, I've kind of had different mentors at every stage and I know they've each had that purpose. My very first mentor was an intern in college and he was the one who told me, you're not meant to work the corporate life. Like he, he told me, and he was a business coach at the time. He's like, mm, this is not for you. So when I took that corporate job, I like replayed that in my head. And I was like, oh, you were right. That same, that same mentor started a podcast and he's like, I'm doing a podcast. You should do it too. And I'm like, okay. And I was just like, I needed that like push almost of just level up a little bit. But then I also have spiritual mentors who have really just like made me do some deep work. And I think that has catapulted my business. So one of those messages was just show up and do the work. I had to redefine what work is to me because work to me, it used to just be work. Like at my computer, type, 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 you know, doing actual work, business work. But I realized that some days it's okay to just show up and do the work internally. Just always progress and go forward and know that if you do step backwards, it's okay. Just allow to release it. I love it. So can you share with us your favorite quote? Mm. So my favorite quote I say at the end of every podcast episode, and it's every level of life is an opportunity to grow because I feel that we have all had those dark days. I don't know a single person who has had this very chipper, very perfect life with nothing bad that's happened in it. And if you have, if you're listening and you're like, oh, I have, bless up to you. Um, (laughs) But those of us who have had those dark times, they have had sometimes more fundamental teaching moments that I've been able to take forward with me in life than those happy, cheerful days have. Um, So we have to recognize that when there's hurt, when there's grief, when there's trauma, when there's pain, when there's failure, we can use that to grow into. So 
figure out why that happened to you, learn from it and, and use it as a tool to, to move forward and to grow and uh, step into your power really. So, and then of course those, those periods of life where everything's gravy and you're, you're just hitting every milestone and life feels so aligned. That is also a very teachable moment to you because you are in your power. You're living in alignment and you know yourself so well that you can almost use that as a meter or a scale as to like, oh, am I in check? Oh, no, I'm not in check. This is how I should feel. This is how life should go. And I think that's that's a good way of balancing it. So I would say that's my favorite quote for sure. Oh, absolutely. I love that. And we all have that superpower within us. Mm, Yes. Yes, we do. We just have to unleash it. Awesome. So where can our listeners connect with you online, Lauren? Yes. My website is laurensmithbiz.com. And I am everywhere on social medias at the social media handle at laurensmithbiz. And you can also find me at mindbizlife. Thank you for being here, Lauren. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Lucy. You're so amazing. (laughs) Keep doing the good work. (laughs) Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 